A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. It's the Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. You know, here's a guy. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the you heard the laughter of Chris Mascaro. So why do you love Liv so much? I'll reach across and slap no. him. We fired J.R. Ross. This court case doesn't matter. I didn't feel the need to acknowledge it. This guy can roll his rock. Big match coming up. I'm going to be needing a caddy. What am I? You have circled an area of interest. Oh, I'm just not right. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. I'd be expecting a lawsuit. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm proning. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing fell. Unfolded lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me. This is a waste of everybody's time. Gunga, galunga. And we welcome you to the golf show on the fan, 680. And 93.7 FM, it is Club Championship Sunday here at the Dogwood Golf Club. And we are live from there. The entire team is assembled. Chris Mascaro from the Next on the Tee podcast with his hat <laughs> with my is hat right there. Yep. Good morning. Good morning. The uh, head golf professional and tournament director here at the Dogwood Golf Club. The man running this club championship is right here. It's J.R. Ross. Good morning, J.R. Morning, guys. Pleasure to have everybody here. We are glad to be here. This is club championship season all around. You yes. guys are going to have to forgive the sunglasses because, look, this is just it looks, what I'm it's doing. It's a good look for you. <laughs> yeah, I this was is wondering. What I'm doing. What you, is that's it, what you need to have on. Is it for the paparazzi? Is yeah. That, is that yeah. what he's got to have those? Every, everybody always. around here walks around. They know him so well. So, I mean, he's got he's to go incognito. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is um, club championship season. You know, the, we, we'll get into member guest season pretty soon. Yes, it is. Uh, so everybody understands this. No matter where you are, everybody understands the, uh, you know, what we're going through right here. This, you remember this look, by the way? That's what we're. That, doing. That's you right, right there. This is what you I remember. Know. You remember that one? Oh, you and Ty, that's you, you, and, you and that's what we're doing. You and LT nice. Gray look just alike. Doing. So <laughs> everybody understands this. Whether your club. You know, is playing. You know, some of the clubs playing three round club championships. Right. There's a lot of clubs that play match play for their club championships. But there's there's nothing like the vibe of I a club championship. Totally weekend. agree. It's a little extra intense. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Then then you got you got a decent contingent that even if, even before they were out of it, they shot themselves out of it the first day. <laughs> were quite lighthearted and overserved. You know, so you got the lighthearted, overserved group. You got the way over intense group. Uh, you know, it's 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 a wonderful mix. 
And, I, and I'm assuming we've got the folks that are that actually still think that they have a chance to win outside of, of course, you. And that's 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 the folks that are just confused and yeah, <laughs> right. right. There's just, there's those poor souls. Yes, exactly. Disil- disillusioned. It, yes. yes, they're they're yes they're out there thinking, hey, I still got a sh- an opportunity to Correct. win this thing, and they don't know that BK is coming they, hard in the rear view. And, 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 and this quite will be frankly, thirteen, probably. probably. And quite frankly, where he's at in the pack right now, you know, he's 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 in third place. Or, yeah, third place and two shots out of the lead. He shot one over par yesterday. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he's he's right in the spot that he needs to be because he's not being overlooked. He's drafting on the leaders. Right. He's, he's not he's being overlooked, but he is. He's drafting on the leaders. And Final tee time, 10-10, which is 10 minutes after this show ends. So <laughs> we got the golf shoes on already. We're ready to go. He's already wearing the nails. Uh, the whole point of bringing this up, as we said, everybody at all the clubs going through this, it's a, it's a wonderful time. Just because you don't get this vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the member guests are, it, it's more of the party vibe. There's still a couple of yeah, folks. Yeah, it's kind of like Christmas. Yeah, there's, there's still a, a smaller percentage that shows right. up a little too serious. You know that percentage because they're the ones that have been grooming their handicaps for, Correct. for a long, <laughs> yeah. the whole yeah. year. Yeah, they've been manicuring and shaving here and there. Yes. And yes. Fictional division, I think, is what I heard. Well, there's, is yes. a, that is the ultimate fiction division. Yes, but the, uh, but the member guest is, is more festive. Yes. Uh, less intense. Uh, club championship is probably a you know it's more of a fifty fifty ratio of festivities and intensity. Correct. So, uh, so we got that going on, and no matter where you are, hope if your club is doing it, hope you you're having a great time. We're having a great time here. Yeah, Dogwood yeah. looks fantastic. It's great, uh, and I love hosting it. I mean, it's uh, we've got more players this year than we've had since I've right? been here. I think we've started off with sixty eight. We've had a couple drop one from the er called me had your situation kidney stones oh. sent me to texas more i'm in the er with kidney stones so uh, yeah so he's out Dude. but yeah i think we ended up with 65 or six players four flights and then the the scratch division plays for the club championship from the blue tees and of course it's where mr katrick plays from as we know i mean why would i you? mean yeah i mean that's, <laughs> every, they already know that. but again could be first time listeners i like joe dimaggio used to say i play hard every day because that kid might be there for the first time has never seen me play and that's why you do what you do so well, well and yeah. wears the sunglasses and, because, and that's right you know. that's a good he point. has that joe dimaggio mantra that, joe that, that kid is looking for brian that's where <laughs> tiger golf ball that's out. where tiger got it from that's i'm sure he's gonna be can be like joe uh <laughs> But the club comes together also. You're working with the superintendent, Tony Poole. You know, everybody, everybody's trying really hard sure. for, for yeah, one week. absolutely. The staff, the, I got here about 640. The staff already had half the carts pulled out. You know, uh, I had to go out and move a few more tees. Tony was out there checking the course. Uh, you could smell the bacon cooking in the, in the, in the grill. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it. like you said, it's just everybody's, everybody's a little amped, not amped up in a bad way, but intensified. And, and you can tell it's just a little uh, bit different. So you got to tell me about 13 because this has become legendary with the, the, with the tees. The setup. 13th. Oh, there's, boy, that's, uh, there's two stories on 13. We ain't telling the other one. <laughs> uh, no, it's just this is a golf course that. Uh, there's Debbie Price, by the way, who does the scoring. Volunteers, as she's been volunteering, scoring this event Where's for my 20 years. Where's my tee starter at? Uh, we can't do I this. Yes. <laughs> okay, Debbie, good. Debbie's taking breaks in between groups. <laughs> uh, beautiful. You see why we made her the starter? Exactly. That was without a microphone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, her father, Ron Price, runs the PGA Tour. 
Same yeah. same name, different there guy. There is in the uh, hallway right there. Oh, okay. There is Ron Price. He's taking a break from the yes, tour to come right. here. There to, is, to play in the Dogwood Club Championship. And why wouldn't he? Yeah, you know, sure. I've worked as a contractor for the PGA Tour for a long time. I didn't know we had. I knew we had Ron Cross, who worked for the PGA Tour for a while. He was the tur- tournament director of the Tour Championship. Right. I didn't know the name Ron Price. I'm not in those meetings. I don't go to that building. I don't, I don't. So that story comes out where Jay Monahan steps aside, and they're like, Ron Price is going to take over. I'm like, Ron Price? <laughs> <laughs> I play with that guy. <laughs> Who knew? What? We, we <laughs> knew he was capable. We just didn't know he had the connection. He never told me That's this. Right. I know. <laughs> Can you believe he's going to run the PGA Tour for a month? Uh, so uh, those that are not playing here, they 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 knew what this weekend was all about here at Dogwood. Uh, they chose to play at the Wyndham Championship. They chickened out. <laughs> uh, Lucas Glover and Billy Horschel among them. They are leading yes. the Wyndham Championship. But is either one of them the story? Uh, Glover is... Uh, so Glover was inside. You're, no, Glover was outside. Both of them are the same story as Justin Thomas. They're actually both hurting Justin Thomas, but you're right, Chris. Justin Thomas is the story. Is this, this is, by default, this is the last event before the playoffs, which makes it a playoff event. You can't tell Justin sure. Thomas this ain't a playoff right? event. Sure. Right? So tell us about Justin Thomas. No, I mean, look, the guy's currently projected to be 72nd. Got to be in the top 70, right, to get into the playoffs. Now, I think if, if you ask Justin Thomas... What's the most important thing that's going to come out of this weekend? I think it's, it's great to make the playoffs, and whether he gets in at 70 or 68, depending on how well he you know, plays today, I think it's really a, I'm showcasing for Zach, Zach Johnson. Of course. Yeah. I, I, if you gave him a drug, you want to make the playoffs, you want to make the Ryder Cup team. He wants to make the Ryder Cup team. Definitely. And he needs to put something out there that shows that he belongs. Yeah, he's, well, he's trying to make the playoffs so he can make the Ryder Cup team, right. is what you're saying, because uh, the way it's going to work, we're playing this week. And then next week is the first playoff event in Memphis. Then they'll go to Chicago for the second playoff event. After Chicago, the Ryder Cup points stop. So there's two more weeks, though. You get to play the first playoff events for Ryder Cup points. Then the top six will make the team. But the Ryder Cup points stop. Then after the Tour Championship, which is here at Eastlake, the very next week, that's when they make the six picks. If Justin doesn't make the first playoff event, then he's going to give everybody else three weeks to play. Right. When he doesn't get to play. And you fall from 14 to who knows where, right? 16, 18, whatever. Right. So, so. some of the early week proje- projections for Justin Thomas were that he had to be in the top 18. Well, that was a minimum because he's tied for 11th right now, and he's still not in the top 70. They, they have projected points. And like we said, one of the reasons why is that two guys behind him in the standings and Lucas Glover and Billy Horschel are in front of him on this leaderboard. They're tied for the lead. Now, one of the quirks about the shot link projections is they can't do a tie for the lead. The projection, the computer can't figure it out because they're both not going to get 500 FedEx Cup points. So only one of them is. <laughs> we don't know which one, and it may not be either of them. So as soon as one of them falls out, that helps Justin Thomas. Right. They both can have 500 points. They both need all 500 points. So that's going to help. And what, what Justin Thomas would like would be Russell Henley to go win this golf tournament and Lucas and Billy to finish where Justin is. Yes. Cuz he's he's ahead of them in the standings. If he finishes with them on the leaderboard, that's fine. So, it's going to be very complicated. There's going to be a lot of things moving around. Uh Steven Yeager was already in front of Justin Thomas. That's not a problem. Ben On was already in front of Justin Thomas. Not a problem. So, uh so 
it's it's very interesting. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, obviously, I'm rooting hard for Justin Thomas. I want I, I want nothing more than to see JT and and uh, and Jordan Spieth playing together again. I love them as a pair. I think they they bring a lot of fun, a lot of excitement, get the crowd really going in it. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays today. I think today he's playing for a lot. If you're looking for a guy that's playing for a lot today, he's got a lot on the line. That's not actually first in this golf tournament. Yeah, it's Justin Thomas. How do you think? How do you think he slept last night? Just you know. Yeah. He. he it's saying this isn't like uh, sleeping on the the lead in the U.S. Open or the Masters, but I tell you what. You know, you got me, a lot. It means out a today. lot. It means a lot to the guy. You know yeah, that. Nine shots back. Can't win. Can't win. No. But don't have to win. No. You got to go catch somebody. You got to go shoot 65 or 66 again, which he has the last couple of rounds. He needs to post another one of those. Kyle Westmoreland is behind him in the standings, and they're tied. You got to go get in front of Kyle. You can't have that guy take some points from you. Michael Kim is in sixth. He's behind Justin Thomas in the standings. He's in front of him on the leaderboard. You got to go catch him. You can't go let Michael Kim have those points. Right. Uh, Steven Yeager is 64th. He's near you in points, and he's in front of you on the leaderboard. Those are, you know, you get a lot of times. In uh, in the big mile and a half, the long mile and a half races in NASCAR, if they don't have caution flags, Adam Crooks knows this. You, you'll get you'll get a lot of cars multiple laps down, and you're only racing with the guys that are on the lap you're on. Oh, the leader passes you for the fifth time. Who cares? I'm not. I'm racing Danica back here for 22nd because <laughs> we're on the same lap. Or JJ Yaley says Adam Crooks. <laughs> uh, that's who we're racing. That's the one thing I never really understood about NASCAR is. You're 10 laps ahead of somebody out there, but they're in front of you. How do you know how many laps somebody's behind you? So they have this system. Because I've never been. So, I mean, yes. I've, I've never been. No, so they, they, they've, they have electronic scoring. So they know. Do they have something within their car, too, that lets them know? Well, they have a spotter talking okay. to Okay. And that's how they'll tell you. You know, you're not racing the 10. Just let the 10 go. Okay. That's not us. So. All right. I mean, I was totally ignorant to that, as I am many other things. <laughs> if you ask my wife. It's not a golf thing. You know, if you ask my wife, she would say the same thing. But. You're running this golf tournament. It's Maybe not that's a golf a, thing. That's all I'm supposed to be doing, right? Uh, the Georgia Open, you could be playing down there. Yeah. Uh, this is the Georgia Open. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Greg Edwards is leading. They're down there at Ford Field and River Club down in suburban Savannah. So that is the state open. Chris Cartwright from not too far away from mm-hmm. here over at uh, West Pines. Yeah. He's tied for fifth. So it's Greg Edwards at 12 under. Cam Williams at 11 under. Brett Barron is 10 under. Then Aiden Kramer at nine. What is Chris Cartwright? He is uh, he's fifth. He's yeah, he, play, he, he played in the PGA this year. He did. Yep. So, yep. Good so player. We got, we got pros and amateurs alike. This is state open. I was fortunate enough to get to play in some of these. It's a great event. I've played it's in the biggest one. event we have. Yeah, I've played yeah. in one. It's a great tournament. Yeah. Fantastic event. Ford uh, Ford Field and River Club. It was it was called Ford Plantation when Correct. I played. Correct. Awesome golf course. Nine holes through a neighborhood. Which they're fine. They're in great shape. But that that doesn't really float my boat. The other nine holes are out on the marsh. Oh. And you can see all nine holes from the back of the clubhouse. You can see all nine holes from any of the other nine holes. Is that right? It's one of those little special places. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Yep. Yeah. Very nice. What's your best finish? There? I made the cut once. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. There you go. It's uh, a tough, I mean, but it's a, that's I not mean, an that's, easy that's, thing yeah, to that's do. not to be diminished there. That's, uh, a, that's a tough yeah. field, and it's, uh, yeah, 
You have to play. Made the cut once, maybe twice, but definitely once. Because I remember that. That was uh, it was when it was up at Barnsley Gardens. Oh yeah. Had the family up there. We had stayed. They've got. If you haven't been to Barnsley Gardens, and stayed once. in the cabins. Yeah. Once. Right. You got to go stay in the cabins, and we're we're going to be there for a week. So. We brought the kids, and the kids were bike riding age. That's perfect. Yeah. So the whole family is having an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. And if I miss the cut, I'm going to disappoint them. So I go out to the driving range. I've made the cut Saturday morning, and there's Joe Inman, longtime PGA, PGA Tour winner. He's a Walker Cup player. He's a golf announcer. He's Georgia State's coach for a long time. It's Joe Inman. He's a legend. So there's Joe, and I've worked with Joe. So I'm like, hey, Joe. <laughs> There was a little pressure trying to make that cut. You know, if I miss this cut, my kids don't get to ride their bikes here, you know. <laughs> and he's like, he just looks at me. And Joe is not the grumpy old man. He's anything but. And he's like, yeah, when I used to try to make cuts, it was to feed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, good point, Joe. <laughs> I'm an amateur. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah, that, that that I can hear that coming from Joe too. Play good today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Wish you all the best. <laughs> yeah. If, if I missed a couple awesome. of kids, didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the bikes is really important to them, Joe. I don't know if I can expand on this. <laughs> I mean, eating, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but if you ever rode the bike at Barnsley Garden, I mean, but Henry's going to be really upset if he doesn't get to ride his bike on that's Saturday right, around right. there. I should, I should have had a follow-up. Well, Joe, did your kids ever come here? I mean, <laughs> I played with his son, good player. Joe's just the best. Uh, I love it. Yeah, he uh, is a great guy. He's probably still telling that story, too. There's <laughs> a longer version. Uh, all right. So we're going to take a break because when we come back, Matt Vanderpool from the Georgia State Golf Association is going to be here. He knows all about club championship weekends. They, oh, yeah. they love it. That's gsga.org. You want to follow along with the scoring for the Georgia Open? That's georgiapga.com. they got live scoring. Uh, they get started. Final group goes in about 10 minutes down there in suburban Savannah. We're live here at Dogwood. It's the club championship weekend. Golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, Jose Mario Othobel is going to be driving. Just named as an assistant captain for the Ryder Cup on Luke Donald's staff. So he's going to get to drive a golf cart there. They still, uh, they still seem to be a little short. I think he's only their third assistant captain uh, that's been named, and I think you can have four. So, uh, yeah, he's got Thomas Bjorn, Eduardo Molinari, and, and Nicholas Colsarts. He's the fourth. I think they can have five. Is the fifth going to be Francesco Molinari in Italy? <laughs> kind of has to be, right? Could it, it not? Bank, right? you guys on? Could it not be Ian Poulter? No. <laughs> Why? Why? Why not? <laughs> Who wants to tell him? There is this other thing that's been going on for the last two years. It's called Live Golf. And and Sergio oh, is pl- Sergio's on the team, Poulter's right? Poulter's not going to be. Sergio's on they the team. They took the captainship from one of the Live guys and gave it to Luke Donald. They're not going to let Poulter be an assistant. But Sergio's on Fran- the team. It's going to be. <laughs> I tell you, Sergio's going to be on the team. It's going to be Francesco Molinari. That's my prediction there. Uh, I agree. But 
Uh, Jose Moriel-Olafavel is going to have to get a an international driver's license, which I just found out. Is that right? You to go drive rent, a car? You rent a car in Italy. You have to have an international driver's permit. Really? I'm just finding this out. All the players got to have one of those, or are they going to have a driver? That's a wonderful question. In Italy, they uh, they drive on the same side of the road that we they do. They do. Uh-huh. So that's something. Really not a problem. Yeah. You know, wouldn't be a big deal. Don't hit the Coliseum. <laughs> So are you just going to Uber and Lyft over there? No. You're going to drive? Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to rent me something that ends in a vowel. (laughs) (laughs) BK and a Ferrari. They don't have have Volvos over there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Toyota. (laughs) Joining us right now, the executive director of the Georgia State Golf Association, who just should not be subjected to this sort of (laughs) foolishness. I'll call Ray Judice on you. Uh, it is Matt Vanderpool. Matt, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, Matt. It's been uh, a little bit since we had you on the show. You've had a couple of big state uh, tournaments since the last time we talked. Catch us up. Yeah, so July was a busy month for us, obviously, right in the heart of our season. Uh, we did conducted both of our uh, majors, if you will, uh, our men's and women's state amateur championships our women's am kind of kicked off the month we were at horseshoe bend uh, had an incredible performance by reagan sutherland from atlanta she shot a 30 on the back nine to uh, come oh from behind not a 29 and, <laughs> not a 29 uh, almost record still safe i tell you let me tell you that's a hell of a number though 30 is a great the number. number still safe chris considering you know you can't expect to do better than that I mean, come on <laughs> Yeah, I think that she, she's Sorry, happy with Chris. her 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, for Christ. Look but, what we did. Uh, but yeah, right, I know. We just completely I, so, ruined Matt Vanderpool. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Matt, I got I to gotta get a follow-up question with you. Yeah. Because Jake Peacock had an amazing final round when he won. He went out yep. and birdied number two and then goes bogey, bogey, double. And then makes the turn and birdies 11, 12, 14, and 15 and ends up winning by a stroke. You're out there. Did you see? That's, that's, a, that's a pretty big you, – you, things are heading south, and then you turn it back around. Credit goes to him for being able mentally to get it back in line. 100%. I think he made a 20-footer uh, on the double. So it could, could have been a little worse there. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Jake, Jake, Jake's a nice young man, um, and he's had some good performances in other championships. He uh, had a strong – finish a couple years ago when we were at Atlanta Athletic Club back in 2020. I think he shot maybe 66, 67, something like that in the final round. Jumped up a ton of spots. So he's been around for a while, but uh, yeah, we, we were all really happy to see Jake uh, pull out the victory there at Rivermont. And hey, also, hey, Matt, I, I moving into... He, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it was cool, too, to see a couple of our former champions uh, perform on the grander stage, if you will, uh, Jenny Bay, who you may recall was in a playoff against yes. Rose Zane at Anwa earlier this year. She was our 2021 Georgia Women's Am champ, won uh, back-to-back on the Epson Tour in her second and third start out there after graduating from UGA uh, earlier this year. And then, of course, the highlight of, of the month was our 20, 2005 Georgia Am champ, Brian Harmon, and that performance at the Open Championship. So, yeah, it was a really, really cool year, uh, really cool month, I should say, uh, in July, uh, seeing some great performances. 
Okay, so love it. Let's move into 2024 because I see some interesting uh, things coming up there as far as a trip to Scotland in August uh, that you're planning. How, how does one go about getting involved in that program and going over and playing golf? Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, open. Anyone that wants to travel, we've been doing travel trips for the last five or six years, uh, some domestic, some international. And, yeah, we're going to uh, up in the highlands of Scotland next year playing Royal Dornick, Castle Stewart, and Nairn, and then uh, going to be spending some time in around Edinburgh area uh, for a few days uh, playing Gullen and Dunbarney Links, which is a, a new design that just opened up a few years ago. So it's, it's an exciting time to travel. I mean, I'm sure some folks have been watching uh, the Scottish Opens that have been played the last uh, few weeks and they're just great golf over there if you've never been and always wanted to go uh, it's pretty easy we just have uh, an entry fee we arrange all of the golf we have a motor coach that drives us around uh, it's a pretty uh, nice. pretty easy thing to do if you uh, want to you know explore some world-class golf over in scotland uh, we've got more what kind of cost so, yeah what kind of yeah, cost would one be looking to incur Cost wise, uh, it's just under 5,000 British pounds, 4870. Uh, and that includes okay. uh, really everything but your flight over and back. I am also just under 5,000 British pounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks to Mountain Dew Zero. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, he is on his game today, Matt. Zero wow. sugar, zero calories. He's yeah. certainly on his game. Matt Vanderpool, our guest, he's the executive director of the Georgia State Golf Association. He really deserves to be treated more with more reverendness-ship <laughs> than this. <laughs> um, we're, uh, we're raising some money coming up here in the fall. You guys, in the last couple of years, you've been doing concerts for, uh, for Youth On Course. Matt, you know I, I love the cause, first of all. Youth On Course is, is maybe my favorite program associated with the game. Uh, concerts yep. are awful nice. It's that time of year. What do, what do you guys got coming up? Yeah, we're still working out some details for our benefit concert this year. Uh, likely going to be sometime in, in October, right before our Georgia putting championship that we're going to have for the third year in a row. Um, but, yeah, Youth on Course is, for those that don't know, uh, it's a program that we offer. It's uh, open to any juniors age 6 to 18, uh, really to tackle affordable access to the game. Uh, it's a $20 annual membership and then the kids can pay $5 per round of golf. Uh, we have 45 participating facilities across the state. And then the GSGA raises money and subsidizes the rest of that junior screens fee. So we're forecasting this year, 2023, we're going to subsidize around 20,000 rounds of golf across the state. So pretty cool program. Uh, like I said, just something to uh, enable more kids to play more golf. Pretty, uh, pretty great cause. Yeah, it, it's just an awesome cause. You guys do such a great job. The concert was just icing on the cake. You should give anyway. Folks do the, their 100-hole marathons. A lot of times that's the cause, and uh, yeah. that's the benefiting charity. It's just, it's just great. Well, Matt, we need to get out yeah. and play some golf sometime soon. We, uh, we really appreciate your time, man. Anytime. Uh, you got, you, avail me you available to caddy? Uh, I need a caddy. 10-10. Depends on the here. player. <laughs> the wood. It's, well, it's, it's him. He's... Uh, yeah. Matt, I don't, I th think, I don't think that's not you driving by right now outside the parking lot. No, nope, that left. wasn't you. <laughs> he just left. Uh, uh, it would be an uh, honor to Matt, caddy for you. Yes, it would be. As it would. Yeah, you're 100% <laughs> right about that. It might it, among the other describable words. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Matt, we appreciate the time, man. You do a great job. GSGA.org is the website. You're the man. See you, Matt. Right, we'll talk See you, Matt.
Okay. That's Matt Vanderpool from the Georgia State Golf Association. Good dude. We're very lucky to have him. Uh, just a good dude, good player. Putting contest? Uh, uh, don't get him going. Georgia Did you not know that I was the inaugural winner of the Georgia State Putting wow. Championship? Wow. The, you the list that? of awards is it's just unbelievable. Your bio has to be, like, you know, pages long. It's it, like in the media guide. You're, you're that guy that's got, like, yeah, three pages. Exactly. It's not in the media guide. Usually about me. But if you want to make it about me, we can talk about <laughs> they it. They don't call <laughs> Hey, fine. Chris, they don't call his a resume. They call it an encyclopedia. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the list of awards, like, if you when he goes into the Georgia, you know, golf, Hall of Fame. That that intro is going to be long I have, and lengthy. I have been to the Georgia Golf Hall of Fame many times. It's right down there at Bobby Jones Golf Course. Yes. You actually check in for the Georgia Putting Championship there. Is that right? That's where you get your, your, your golf balls and your shirt. So whatever, they'll be you know. measuring you for the bust at that. They you know, will the, be. This, this well, no, they, they usually make me leave. <laughs> It's just, okay, go on now. <laughs> but I have been there. I've gone there. You did win, by the way. I did. Yeah, yeah, they had the first one two years ago. I think we've only had two. Right. Uh, by the way, there's a team the side of this pa- also. Yeah, who was your partner? Uh, well, that was my son. That was Henry. Okay. The team winner was Scott Geary, who is the executive director of the Georgia PGA. He's going to come on next week. He's actually won it twice in a row. It, Jim Camus did well Jim in Jim Camus year, and Madison Barnett. That's right. That's right. Madison Barnett, who just played at, at the Dow Greater Lakes Bay Invitational on the LPGA Tour. She's getting ready to go to Q School yeah, right she, now. She practices out here. She's one of the, she drives the beverage cart out here. Uh, she's fantastic. So she and Jim won their, the team event. Uh, they had a mixed team event. Uh, and then I had won the individual side. Right. And Scott Geary won just the straight-up team event. And it, the thing is, it's just a putting championship. They have the, uh, they have the Dan Yates putting course there at Bobby right. Jones. Which is just, if you think, so much fun, and you think, well, they sh- what, what would it be like if they had a tournament here? Well, that's exactly what it's like. It's complete chaos. <laughs> I mean, there's balls going everywhere. Uh, it's fantastic. It's just as much fun as it sounds like. It's all ages. Anybody can play. Uh, and that's coming up usually at the end of October. GSGA.org will have it. GeorgiaPGA.com will have it also. Right. It's a joint event. Right. Oh, sure is. Yeah, it's the first time they've ever come together on a trophy. Wow. Unification, <laughs> just kind of like the tour yeah. in your your group. Imagine their, disapp- <laughs> imagine their disappointment when both Scott Geary and Matt Vanderpool come together for the first time ever to hand a trophy out. And, by the way, their offices are right there because it's at Bobby Jones. Uh, golf house is right there. First time they're ever going to hand a trophy together to somebody, and they got to hand it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, so I went early that day. I'm going to tell you, it's gonna be, it is about me. Uh, <laughs> Danny Yates, who has actually accomplished things in his life, uh, was there. And the putting green is named after his dad. And uh, and so Danny H shows up. I, so I went off early, so I'm finished, and I'm just waiting to see if my score is going to hold up. And I'm just sitting around, and there's Danny Yates. If you're going to a chance to talk to Danny H, you talk to Danny H. So we're just chatting it up. We're probably there for 45 minutes, just getting all caught up and learning things about life. And finally, I'm like, "What are you here for?" And he's like, "Well, I'm going to give the trophy out. You know, I'm going to be part of the trophy because it's named after my father." And then he also had to give me the trophy. <laughs> He's like, why are you still here? I was like, well, I might win it. <laughs> Wouldn't wow. that be something? <laughs> We've been standing there talking for 45 minutes, had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> so what did you shoot? I have no idea. Uh, i got to remember. Yes, you do. Uh, no. you, you remember. I'm going to look at him. I'm going to look at him. <laughs> 
Adam, it's got to be somewhere. We can you find know. it somewhere. You know. No, it was, yeah, because it was, I'm trying 29? to. 29? It was only 18 holes because the course was nine holes. You had to play it twice. You played it in different, or you go in different different directions, just like you do at Bobby Jones. It was really cool. And so it wasn't, so 36 would have been all twos, and then I nine more than that is what I shot. 45. 45, because they really weren't par twos. So they called them par twos, which meant the winning score was nine, o- nine over. I was like, guys, you should have just called them par threes. Then the winning score could have been nine under. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're just putting. Again, there were balls going down at the tennis courts. I think somebody hit one in the Peachtree Creek. How would you, <laughs> Brian? Brian, a lost ball. one. Yes. <laughs> how would you compare? How would you compare that to like the eighteen holes at like Pop Stroke where we played in Orlando? Yeah. Very comparable. Okay. And unlike pop, is a pop stroke when you go play in the tournaments, you go learn the shots. Right. You can go there a week ahead of time and you right. learn the shots. In this case, there's no practice round. The Dan Yates putting course, it's a beauty of it. They they can move the tees and the holes okay. you know, at the drop of a hat. So you can't learn the course. Uh, and it was really, really fun. Okay. And that, the way they did it, you played it in one order, and then you turned around for the other nine, and you played it the other direction. So you sort of remembered some of the things, but it wasn't exactly right, and you only have to be off by a little bit. It was tons of fun, and every, everybody listening can go play in that. It's coming up in October. And, and it awesome. just goes to show the talent of the man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Never ending. The legend continues to grow right in front of our That's eyes, Chris. I'm right. I'm Could be you. enough this afternoon. Yeah. We're gonna, we're About 2.30. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the legend. Tiger Woods was in the news yes, this was. week. Uh, yes, he was. we got Tiger Woods in the news. The schedule for the PGA Tour for next year is going to come out on Tuesday, but we've gotten a sneak peek because they can't keep any secrets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll, get, a challenge. we'll get a little deeper into the business of the game. Tour Championship, by the way, is right around the corner, tourchampionship.com. If you're thinking about calling us, one of us, and asking us for tickets, go to tourchampionship.com and buy your tickets right now. That's right. Go get them. Cheapo. <laughs> Buy the ticket. We don't have any. Wow. Buy them. All right. We are live from the Dogwood Golf Club. It is final round of the club championship. Thanks to Matt Vanderpool. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Welcome back to the golf show. Your Sunday morning tea time with Brian Katrick presented by Clickies Cards and playthegolfisland.com. This is Atlanta's golf station, the fan. And it's the golf show. We are live at Dogwood Club Championship here uh, going on this weekend, and I'm just lucky enough to play. We're, we'll come to your club championship if you feed us. <laughs> we could. Probably. Good, food here, at Do- yeah, good food here. Great food yeah, here at Dogwood. The food here is tremendous, Chef got, Jason. Got Jason over there tremendous. cooking it up. And uh, right now Katie is sampling some of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, she's, she's texting. Jason's sampling some of it. Uh, there's, we're, there's very few people in the grill right now. Everybody is out there grinding Preparing to try preparing. to take take your title. Yes, yes. Uh, but Doug Belden is the defending champion. I know, but still. Doug Belden won this thing last year in a playoff over Johnny Smith. That is correct. All right, so, look, every club has their own legends. You don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I don't know. Who, these guys think I'm supposed to know. you. Right, here's the thing. Here's, here's what you're going to find interesting. Johnny Smith would have won. Had he won that playoff, he was going to win for the 13th time. Wow. And there would have been 30 years in between that win and his that last one. Oh, my. That is correct. That's a legend. That is a legend. Holy that's cow. Totally correct. Yep. What did you finish last year? I uh, <laughs> finished third. I missed the playoff by a shot or two, whatever it was. I didn't have a great 
trip down the last hole. I had a problem. He should have Did won. You? Let's put it that way. I made Whoa. a nine on the 18th oh. hole, Chris. Why are you going to bring that up? <laughs> he should, he should. Oh, a nine to I lose? Hit a, I hit two cars. Wow. I, I, I was out following one of the other flights because I knew the position he was in going to 18. I'm like, it was I don't over. need to go. It's over. It he, was he, over. He, it's over. It, it was over. Yeah, when I got done, I saw his family was standing around there, and I'm going over to congratulate and talk to Henry. Henry puts his head down. I said, what happened? He said, you don't want to know. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Henry comes over to me. He goes, you should have laid up. Yeah. And he, I'm like, this is the moment where I've got to tell him, listen, son, I'm the golf expert. <laughs> Except that he was right. I should have laid up. <laughs> we have a tin cup moment? Is that I, I, I still couldn't believe it. Yeah. But well, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Tiger Woods in the there news. <laughs> Moving right along. People want to hear about Tiger. Uh, he is uh, going to be on the on the policy board for the PGA Tour. So, Chris, explain this story. You and I were talking about this earlier. I think this is way more inside than the folks driving around on a Sunday morning care about. I know they don't care about me making a nine on the 18th hole last year, yeah. but they care about that more than this. Yeah. This is very inside. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing that I like about the, you know, and we all heard about that now he's going to be on the, the player policy board. What I like most about it is he called them. Yeah, to say I'm going to be on the you know, on the policy board. Guess what? You know, and and to me, look, I mean, whether they go out and they they replace the one open spot on from for non-players or not, I mean, it's six players right. on. The, they're actually this is this is supposed to be a player-run organization. It should be a player-run organization sure. again. I like the idea that there are six players and five independent people on this policy board. I hope they don't go get a six because the players should be the majority. And Tiger should be the tiebreaker. Right? Of course. All else goes to Tiger. Right? He should be the guy that, that makes that decision. And, you know, look, I've maintained since the since 18, 19, 20 months ago, whatever it was that this whole live thing started, like Tiger is the guy that has come along and said, you sit over here. I'm going to go have a players mm-hmm. meeting. Mm-hmm. Here's how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. He should be the, the loudest voice in the room, and sure. he should be the deciding factor. I love the fact that he has now told them I'm on this board. Well, for 20 years, he was the policy board. Right? Let's be That's, honest. Yes. Right. I mean, they can have any boards, any decisions they wanted to. It didn't fly unless he said okay. Yeah. And now it probably doesn't fly unless he says okay. Right. Yes. So there's, this is not a change. What it is a change, Jr. is that this guy has just volunteered. The most precious commodity Tiger has in his life is his time, yes. and he just gave away some of it. Of and he gave away some of it for a cause he believes in. He's going to totally, show up at some meetings now. It totally speaks to his commitment to the PGA Tour and, and the history of the tour and everyone that paved the way for him before, which he did you know, with, with Lee Elder and, and Charlie Sifford and everyone else that's been before him in that area. Yeah. You know, he, he's, he's a historian of the game. He loves the game and loves the... You know, and, and it just shows that he's the the, the man is, is, in my opinion, is, is, is one of the greatest ever. Of well, course. to BK's point, right? What I think this is a silent nod to is you can you can, you can give anyone the CEO title you want. Right. Tiger Woods is running this. Thing. Of course. Yeah. And if you don't think he is, you're a fool. <laughs> right. I mean, I think he sat back for a lot of years to your point about time and injuries and everything else that he was doing and, and his time with Charlie and all that sort of thing. I think he was sort of back there, and, and if they wanted something, he could call. And if he if he felt a certain way, he sure. would call. Now, now it's 
I'm sitting right here. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy now, mm-hmm. and you guys can do all you want, say all you want, but you know, I'm it now runs through me officially. Yeah, right. he's less relevant than he was, but he's still the most relevant player out there. Right. He moves the needle more than anyone else. And he also, this, this latest conflict has been about the compensation of the superstars. Live only existed because the superstars felt like they should have gotten more money. Right. They were right about that. Tiger was the superstar. He mm-hmm. can speak to that issue directly, you know, and he can look whoever it is in the eye. Hey, look, Frank Licklider, <laughs> you're not a superstar or whatever. And, and nobody can outclout him when it comes to that. So, uh, again, I said it's, it's there's more talk about this than I thought there should be. Here's here's one of the spinoffs, because I mean, to me, this was this was obvious. The schedule got leaked. Uh, it's going to be announced on Tuesday. Well, one of the big stories with the schedule is, remember, they had the 70-player the events, and they had no cut. Well, the report is that Jack's event is going to go ahead and have a cut. Arnold Palmer's event is going to go ahead and have a cut. The players was not a 70-player event. It was 144, but they're going to have a cut. And Tiger's event's going to have a cut. So these no-cut events, all of a sudden, half of them are going to have cuts. And there's a perfect case in, uh, case in point. Tiger's on the policy board. Tiger wanted his event to have a cut, and it's going to have one. Yeah. Jack doesn't even have to be on the policy board. <laughs> he wanted his event to have a cut. It's going to have one. Right. right. And we all know Arnold would have wanted it that way. No question. So, mm-hmm. uh, And the Players' Championship's having a full field, so they have to have the cut. So now all of a sudden you've got half the designated events that are going to have cuts in them. Yeah. Now what are we doing? We're going to start with 78 players. We're going to cut to 50. What is that going to look like? Don't know. How, right. how are we going to feel about that as consumers? How are we going to sit here on a Sunday morning? I, I don't really think it's going to affect us all that I much. I don't. You nope. think they could go potentially do a you know old, the old Masters rule? Anybody within ten shots of the lead that's could out there. Yep, yep. ten you know, shot rule. That's always a good one. Yeah, yeah. The, nobody's doing that anymore. No, I know, and I always liked that at the Masters. Yeah, I like and the U.S. Too. Open did it for a while. I think the PGA Championship may have done it. Uh, that other tournament that they have over there on that godforsaken island. <laughs> I don't think they ever did it. The Open? Which, which Open are the you o- talking about? The Open? Oh, the British <laughs> Open. You're talking about the British the Open. The British <laughs> Open. Yeah, I don't think they ever did it. Okay. Um, so we have some double event weeks. So anytime we're going up against one of those short field events, uh, you, they're putting other events in. Now, they, remember, they invented one in Myrtle Beach. Yes. It, I saw that on the schedule. That's, that's exciting to me. Here's the head scratcher. So the full field event in Myrtle Beach is going opposite the short field event that week, the designated event, which is going to have no cut. That's in Charlotte, which is like three hours away. Right. That's weird to me. Yes. Can you get cut if you don't make it, you know, one, can you <laughs> yeah. go to the other? So I'll no. be right over. The answer is no. <laughs> uh, and that's really, obviously they start at the same time. But uh, Scott Hoke found that out because it was either the first match play or the second match play when they did the the old Accenture match play it started on a Wednesday and the other event so that was at La Costa the full field event was in Tucson and it started on Thursday and Scott lost one of the day he lost his first First day and either he lost or he thought he might lose and he asked well if we lose on Wednesday can we go can we commit to Tucson and play on Thursday (laughs) And they said, no, <laughs> you can't commit to two events. I don't understand why they wouldn't let that happen in that I don't case. Know I mean, and if they did it in Chris's way, if they ran shotgun starts, they could morning and afternoon Most way. You way could to fly over. You could go to both. Most fair way to play a golf tournament. <laughs>
You said it last week. <laughs> you you want everybody out there on the same hole. If at the it's same a charity time. event, <laughs> this is closer than somebody playing like, four hours in front. Look, there's nothing. There, you know, the, what what's the luck in a, in a PGA Tour event, particularly in a weather? In, yes, in an Open Championship, more than anything else. Right? Yeah. Right. It's where you got in, in the draw. Right. It, you could end up with no fault of your own in a really horrible draw because you got the wind and the rain and all that other stuff. And the other guy's got the sunny in the morning. And weather is what got you in, in well, trouble. I think, I think in the first two rounds that that's very relevant in what you're saying. But normally when you get into the third and the fourth round, the guys that have a chance to win on Sunday, let's face it, probably are in the top ten. They're all playing very similar conditions if you're in the top ten. Very rarely does someone from 20, 20th spot or 25th spot come up and win a tournament. So that you may, maybe both best of both worlds. The first two rounds are shotgun starts. Yeah, there you go. You, so, you could do that. So you the could. shotguns, well, you couldn't do it. In a full field, yeah, event. not in a full. No, field because event. right, you'd have to have a double. You have to have, to have a there. morning so, wave and yeah. an afternoon wave. Well, right. Just call right. it what it is. The live guys wanted to be different. They were looking for anything to be different. They also didn't have the infrastructure. They didn't have the volunteers. They didn't have the concession tents right. for them. They didn't have the to, interest. To, there was nobody was there <laughs> to try to stretch that out all day. You also only had forty-eight players. Try to stretch that out all day made no sense. None. Let's just do it all now. That way, you need. Fewer of everything. Correct. And it worked out. Uh, that same model works because you would need fewer fewer of everything. Right. right. You also have less opportunity to sell things. You know, if we only need so many hot dogs because we're only open for so many hours, then we only get to sell so many hot dogs. I personally like hot dogs. With you. I'm hot dog friendly. So hot you know the, dog you, friendly. You know the other thing that's impressive of BK here at the, at the club championship? I could wear shorts. Not doing it. He's wearing the long pants. He wore shorts yesterday. Professional yes. to the end. He wore shorts yesterday. <laughs> he had shorts on, but he's got he's got to he's got to have the uh, pants on today when when I, when I present him with exactly. the dog the when, dogwood cup. Exactly when the AJC the dogwood jug his picture with, with the trophy. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's got Tony Pools. It's got the founders' names it on does. the trophy. I know it does. Uh, William and Nettie Mary. Yes, I it think. does. Yes, it does. Uh, it has their. It's a trophy is in the lobby. It has the names of the folks that owned this property and built this golf course by themselves. Uh, the patriarch of the of the Pool family built it because he had three daughters. All three of the son-in-laws played golf, and his wife played golf. So he was just getting nagged. They all wanted a golf course. He finally, finally gave in, and built nine holes. And then they, probably while he wasn't looking, made it eight, yeah, nine more holes. <laughs> I can only imagine that Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, honey, we not dug out nine more holes. Uh, real quick on the schedule, next year is an Olympic year. Yes. So it's actually going to back the, uh, going to back the Tour Championship up a week. Tour Championship looks like it's going to end on Labor Day weekend. Uh, next year, I could be wrong about that, but there is Ooh, the yep. Olympics happening right before the playoffs. And where are the Olympics? Uh, France, France, yeah. right? So, yeah. I wonder if they're going to be playing the, where where we played the the Ryder Cup yeah. a couple of years ago. Could Le be. Club de Nationale. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. May as well, right? You'll probably be covering that over there, won't you? Uh, it's interesting. The years past, Westwood One has the Olympics. I've been very fortunate to be a part of their crew. Uh, Rio, they sent some to Rio, but it was a studio gig. And then the last one was all studio. Okay. 
So I don't know what we would do in France. The air times are not going to be great. Seems would like you go if you had the opportunity? If they asked me to, yes. That'd be an honor. Why I wouldn't mean, you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, would love to. Uh, so, yeah, you need someone to carry your clubs while you're there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got asked to do the Ryder Cup, and I've, I've been fortunate enough to go to a bunch of Ryder Cups over there, uh, and it's it's fun. I mean, Ryder Cups are just fun anywhere. No doubt. Uh, but this will be my first one because we did France from the studio. Mm. So this will be my first one on continental Europe, and I'm very excited about it. President's Cup, you ever be. done any? All of them. Uh, not all of them. I missed the first two. Okay. A bunch of them. Okay. Uh, but same thing. South Africa became a studio gig. Both Australias or all the Australias have been studio gigs. Okay. Because uh, it's just it's a right. monster. Yeah, that's and, a, yeah. and time zones become the problem. So... Anyway, uh, there's that. Chris. Good luck today. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. that. Thanks for driving over. Is this a shorter drive from your house than the studio? Or? No. It's longer. It's longer. Okay. A mile-wise shorter, though? Or just uh, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm calculating. It's got to be time, close. You live in Mariana. So. Yeah. We're actually far. closer to Adam Crooks's house here, but he had to stay back in the studio. Studio's a nice place. <laughs> it is that. <laughs> Thanks to Matt Vanderpool for coming on the show with us. Next week, Scott Geary will be with us. Don't miss that. Enjoy the rest of your championship Sunday here on The Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 